You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for being with us today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer, a podcaster, a producer. And Liz, I'm tossing it to you for our question <laughs> of the day. That's right. This is Liz Dolan. I am in Bend, Oregon today. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. So I have a little question for you, sisters. Uh, how long are you supposed to drive with the check engine light on? Like... The, I drove up a couple of weeks ago from California to Oregon and then in a like a two hour trip, it came on and I just was not sure what to do. So I don't know. I don't know. Julie, how long would you drive with the check engine light on? Hey, this is Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. I'm the oldest sister. Liz, if I have less than a half a tank of gas, I panic. OK, oh, and I'm back okay. at the gas station. <laughs> So okay. if that check engine light on, Liz, you know, you got to go right. You got to go right in. You got to take the car in. OK, it's big but, red light. But what is it in? There's no in. I'm on some side road in the middle of nowhere, Oregon, driving from. Eugene OK, triple A, Liz, to anything. <laughs> yes. Get help. OK, yeah, Leah, I'm it. guessing that is not your M.O. Well, I have an irrational fear of the car catching fire. I think because we hear about a lot of car fires in Los Angeles, for some reason, there's always cars on fire on the freeway. So I am also pretty, um, I would be on it. I mean, I would probably come home, consult with uh, the car expert in my house, which is my husband. I would not go far though. I would, I would go, you know, a mile or two, and then I'd either like call somebody, take it to a gas station, something. I would check the engine, Liz, is what I would do. <laughs> <the> check engine, <laughs> like okay. Well, I was, I was like on a two and a half hour drive, like, but through the middle of nowhere, there was no That's place true. to just pull over and check. So I, so what I did is I just stared at it the whole time, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, that that seems effective, Liz. I don't yeah. know if that helps. And then yeah. I got home, and then I got sick. So didn't really have a chance to do much follow up on that. And then yesterday I went out to start the car and it's fixed. It's fixed. See, it's just, you know, just like mom said, I just let it rest and it's fine now. Car's uh -oh. fine. No need to do anything. <laughs> okay. Is that really going to be your position, Liz? That it's fine? Yes. You're not going to check. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Oof, Liz. All right. Well, you know what, Liz, it's funny you should say that because um, I thought of you this weekend and I we did something at our house, some home organizing. And I thought, see, this is why Liz needs a husband occasionally. Like, <laughs> so the check engine light scenario, maybe the same situation. Uh -huh. Okay. But we had another situation. I was like, huh, Liz could use a husband or my husband <laughs> just like for an hour or yeah, two. If I can just call your husband. Good enough for me, Leanne. Good enough. For All me. right. Also on the show, Liz, you are recovering from COVID. You're going to tell us a little bit about what you went through and your treatment and what's happening with you, right? We're going to get that we'll update do. later on we'll in the show. Do. Good. We're glad you're back, Liz. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of entertaining sisters happening. And then, Julie, you have some interesting news from Wimbledon. Some women staying yes. noisy there. Yes. This is a topic we've never, ever talked about on Satellite Sisters in all the uh, years. Okay. Wait to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have one that we rarely talk about, and that's uh, fast food news. And so I got... <laughs> okay. Ooh. I got 
some huge fast food news uh, coming out of Irvine, California, California. Six days to level up your daily walk. Why do we have to say level up? When did that happen? Okay. Okay. You don't have to say it, Leah. Okay. Yeah, no I All think right. Liz should have leveled up her engine for sure. Okay. All right. Uh, but, you know, as long as this show is filled with firsts, um, I had a first uh, this weekend, and that was for my grandson, Ben. You know, he turned 13. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> yes. See, see, the kids during COVID, they kept growing. That's yeah. what happened. Okay. <laughs> they didn't get stuck in time like the adults. Kids just kept growing. And so he is 13. And all he wanted to do for his 13th birthday was go uh, play laser tag with his family. Okay. That's what he wanted to do. So, uh, so we went this weekend to a place called Pinstack. Have you ever heard of this? I, I, I suspect it's a chain of some kind. It's this enormous place uh, and it's open from like noon till uh, on the weekends till two in the morning. So it attracts both 13 year old boys and adults for things. And they have a full bowling alley there. They have a cafe, a restaurant, a bar. They have um, video games galore. They have a rock climbing wall. They have an obstacle course. It's all indoors and they have laser tag. Okay, so um, so I knew this is what he wanted to do. And my other sister-in-law, Carrie, who knows a little bit more about laser tag, she said, Julie, when you go, be sure. She was trying to give me some tips for laser tag. She said, be sure to dress in black, okay? Because then it's easier to hide. And I was thinking, well, I usually trust most of Carrie's advice, but I was going to a birthday party. So I wanted to dress like birthday Nana. Okay. I did not want to dress like commando Nana. You know what I mean? Okay. I knew there were going to be family pictures because this was a big occasion. Um, my uh, daughter-in-law's parents were visiting from Kyrgyzstan. So they were here to play laser tag as well. So this was uh, quite a big thing. So I knew there were going to be family pictures. And what is my rule sisters about family pictures and grandparents? Cute top, right? Cute top. Cute top. Okay. Cute top. That's Uh the main thing, right? They're going to be family pictures. You're a grandparent. You should have a cute top on. Okay. Do it. Okay. I did not want to go as commando, uh, Nana. (laughs) So anyway, uh, uh, Leanne, this, have you ever done laser tag? No, I have not actually done it. I have taken my kids to many a laser tag party, but not actually done it. No. Okay. I think you would hate it because it has, there is a little touch of claustrophobia. This was like a two floor structure. Like it had half walls and mock houses and essentially you run around in semi-darkness. Okay. So that's, that's it. And you try to tag, you're wearing these electronic vests and you try to tag the other person. Um, now, first of all, there's some etiquette, family etiquette. Like I got in there, uh, but I was like, well, I don't want to like tag, my, you know, my, do- you know, my daughter-in-law's father. I mean, he's come from Kyrgyzstan. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Right. I didn't want to tag my daughter-in-law. I didn't really even want to tag my grandchildren, but you know what <laughs> I found out about myself? What? I really did want to go after my husband. <laughs> I- <laughs> That's so, funny. Yes. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, it was a great day. He loved it. He had a great birthday party. Um, it was a new experience for me. I think I'm one and done in the laser tag, uh, <laughs> laser tag, unless another grandchild wants to do it. Um, 
And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I was pretty much a, a sitting duck in there because I had a cute little white skirt on and that <laughs> really stuck out. But, but I look good in the pictures. Okay. And I feel like that was my victory for the day. That, pictures last forever. forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's, Julie, it's funny you mentioned the husband thing. I get it. But this weekend, Liz, I really thought of you because Barrick was on a home organizing tear, as he often is. And yes. oh, um, I've been at your house when he just he goes into a zone. It doesn't <laughs> speak to anyone else. And he just goes out and like rips trees out with his bare hands. Something, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I've been there. It's, yeah. He's unstoppable. Yeah. He's unstoppable. And so this week's task was all the electronics in the house. Okay. All the cords, Liz. Oh, wow. The cords and the headphones and the chargers and the VTech phones that no one in America <laughs> uses anymore. And all of our original podcasting mics and the actual mixing board I once bought and never learned how to use clearly. So um, they, those had all been shoved into a box in a corner. So he made me go through them all. Cord oh, by cord. <laughs> that and I have so to, painful, Leon. I have to say he he left them out Thursday, Friday. He's like, could you go through these? What do you actually want to keep? And then I'll take the rest of the recycling or we'll donate it somewhere. I, I literally physically couldn't do it. Like I stood <laughs> in front of the cards. I was like, I don't even know where to start with this. Like, <laughs> it was just such a jumble. And I said to him, you're going to have to help me. You're going to have to walk me through this process because I don't know what to do. And Liz, he did it. And guess what? I found these sparkling new headphones I'm wearing. I have excellent headphones. I saw those this morning, Liam. I was like, what is that new look you had going on? They were just in. Yeah. Like uh, we found all these chargers that I thought had disappeared. Like some of the cords were actually worthwhile. Others weren't. We were able to separate the mics and we're going to, I said, don't recycle those. Those are valuable someone can use them. I just don't need them anymore because of the way we record. So Liz, you needed a, you need a husband for like two hours to go through your court situation. That's okay. it. It's but it's like, it's like coming, coming to the home of a hoarder and telling them, don't worry, I'll clean up. What if you don't really want that? Okay. What, if, what, if you, what if you don't really want to part with all of your power? Liz, Liz is happy with her cords, right? Okay. I'm just saying occasionally you might, you could, you could use a, a spouse list. That's okay. all I'm saying. Cause okay. it, like the pressure to get this done, there's no way I could have emotionally handled it on my own. I needed support and he, he provided that. And now I'm now I feel like I feel lightened. My burden is lightened. Liz. Okay. All right. Okay, well, we haven't even mentioned yet that yesterday was the 4th of July, and uh, we always have a fireworks issue in our family because there are so many dogs. <laughs> so I just wanted to let you know that here I am in Bend, Oregon, and Bend officially banned personal fireworks here now. So they, uh, they said you can come to the one official Pilot Butte fireworks show, um, but other than that, personal fireworks banned. And if you're caught lighting personal fireworks, you could face up to a $750 fine. Oh my gosh. Wow. So, so how, did it, how did that go? Like did well, people, well, I mean, here's what I think, Julie, I feel like, yeah. I feel like the master plan here is 
to reposition Bend as like a sanctuary city for dog people, right? <laughs> because oh. if, if the word got out that this is a safe environment for dogs over the 4th of July, who would not spend their summer vacation here? Of course you would. Um, so I would say, you know, I'm here with Hooper. He is not firework sensitive or thunder and lightning doesn't bother him. All this stuff, which used to really drive my previous dog, Ferris crazy. Hooper, Hooper doesn't care. But last night I heard a few little pops late in the evening, but nothing nothing like what it normally is wow so you're gonna have under underground fireworks going on <laughs> that's what i think right i mean it's the land of what counterculture up there Are i know but, gonna, but is there gonna be the, a resistance i mean i understand it's for it's a fire for fire reasons exactly yes. okay i mean the wildfires here the past five summers have been so bad that I think people are kind of on board with this. They right. understand that this is a big serious thing now. And it's not just, you know, ignore the police. They did ask anyone, if you're reporting illegal fireworks, please do not call 911. I mean, it's important, but it's not that important. Anyway, but it did make me think. So it seemed to put quite a damper on the fireworks here in town. I was happy about that. But Lee and I couldn't help but think about Pasadena. You live right, right next door to the Rose Bowl major, major world-class fireworks, and your dog, Steffi, does not take well to this scenario. No, she gets furious. So we've tried everything. I mean, she, she, she's not scared of them. She runs out into the backyard like she's going to attack them. She feels like they are an invading army, and she is our last line of defense. So she just uh -huh. goes nuts. And um, we've tried everything. We tried the tranquilizers, the CBD oil, the thunder shirts, the thunder shirts with the tranquilizers and the CBD oil. But the doctor gave me a new uh, drug on Friday. I went in specifically to like, see what I could get for her. Uh, I scheduled her wellness exam and um, Cilio was the name of the drug. And it's the first FDA approved treatment for dogs that suffer from noise aversion, which is what fireworks is just the noise they're reacting yeah. to. So I have to say, did it stop her from barking? No. Okay. She, we, you give it to her and it's in her mouth. It goes in the side of her mouth. She, she did about a half an hour to an hour before the noises start. It only lasts for two to three hours. So it's not a long dose and, uh, and it's very easy to overdose. So they have to show you, you have to put gloves on. It's a very specific dosing technique, but she was super mellow. And then that first big fireworks started and she just went charging out the back door, like <laughs> protecting, but oh. she almost gave up about halfway through. And then she found a new level and she, she leveled up. And so, uh, so it didn't work at all. Well, <laughs> right. it, I would say, Julie, it cut her anxiety by about 50% because normally oh. she's, I think she's going to die of a heart attack, which is why I worry because she's just so revved up, but she really almost petered out. And so the last few minutes were just, it was a half-hearted attempt to defend her property. So for us, it works. Like we'll take it. And then she, today she's exhausted, but thank you for asking Liz, because okay. she All really, right. she did, she did need something. And I know if the satellite sisterhood, if you're looking Sileo, S I L E O, that's the, the, ask your vet about that. Uh, because there's often a lot of information about dogs and fireworks on our Facebook group, you know, where there was also a lot of 
on our Facebook group this week, which made us incredibly happy. Pictures of Edna Dolan's blueberry muffins. Oh, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Everybody who posted, made the muffins, enjoyed the muffins, posted the photos with babies or with flags or with dogs or on beautiful trays or taking to the neighbors. Oh, didn't it make you happy, Jewel? I, I just thought how much mom would love to see all those pictures. Now, she never really did Facebook, but she I'm sure if she were alive, she would have made one of us print out all those pictures of the blueberry muffins. <laughs> uh-huh. And then she would have taken it. I don't think there's Kinko's anymore, but she would have taken it to some place to laminate the pictures <laughs> because she liked to keep those like as a, a scrapbook. She would be delighted to see all those blueberry muffins. I, I was, I was too. Yeah, I was too. I was too. And it's so funny that, I mean, our mother was a really, really good cook, but one thing she didn't do well was bake. And that, now she's most famous for a baked good is just hilarious to me. It's just, thank you, people. Very unexpected surprise. Yeah, there have been, uh, you know, say what you will about social media. The the annual po- photos of the blueberry muffins, it's the best part of social media. So thank you. Thank you, Satellite Sisters and Misters and Smisters. Thank you so much. It was great to see those. Leon and Julie here from Satellite Sisters, and we want to thank our friend Jenny Kane. Hi, Jenny. We love <laughs> Jenny Kane. We know you know it's a California brand through and through, and we love their staples because it makes getting dressed so easy. Minimalist, effortless, but totally refined. And hello, Julie Dolan. That's kind of you. Minimalist, effortless, and totally refined. What have you been wearing from Jenny Kane this week? Leon, I love the cocoon cardigan. It's perfect for the hot again, cold again, weather we're having, you know, this is sweater weather and you can just pop on that cardigan. And even if you're wearing something schlumpy underneath, all of a sudden you look elevated and you're ready to go. You look minimalist, effortless and totally refined when you wear the cocoon cardigan. Yes, I do, Leanne. Uh, I get compliments on it too, because it's just the perfect thing to put on. Well, that's why we love Jenny Kane, is that everything is beautifully designed and really flatters the wearer. So we want to encourage you to check out everything over at JennyKane.com. You're going to find your new uniform. What is it that you want to put on that just perks up your your presentation? Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off their first order when they use code SISTERS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at JennyKane.com. And Jenny Kane is spelled J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E. JennyKane.com, promo code SISTERS. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Thanks, Jenny. At Satellite Sisters, we love the products from OseaMalibu.com. Don't we, Liz? I mean, love it's them. seaweed-infused moisture just coming at us 24-7. I feel like it is a major pillar of my entire wellness program, Leanne, or the Osea products. Anything seaweed infused, that has to be good for you, right? And it feels so good going on and smells so delicious. And they, it really lasts. You know, other moisturizers promise that it's going to work for days. No, the Osea like moisture duo, it is working for days. I it mean, is. It's it incredible. Is. We love the Andaria Algae Body Oil. We talked mm. about that over and over mm. again. We love the Andaria Algae Body Butter. I mean, that is indulgent and buttery rich. 
Liz, it's clinically proven to hydrate for 72 hours. 72 hours, Liz. I love that. And then then what about the anti-aging body balm? Have you tried that? The more balm, the better in my life, I say. (laughs) And the Mega Moisture Duo, you're going to want to check that out. You get the body oil and the body lotion together, and it makes your skin visibly firmer. Oh, that is a dream come true to satellite sisters and misters everywhere, isn't it? This is the time of year to really be thinking about the moisturizing. (laughs) Okay. So we want you to check out all the wonderful products at Osea. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Satellite sisters, misters, misters, you're going to get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com, and Osea is spelled O-S-E-A, OseaMalibu.com, and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. All right, Liz. So you were down with COVID last week. What's what's the update? People want to know a lot of concern. People want to know how you're feeling, what it looked like. There's just so much of it out in the universe right yes, now. These yes. new variants are just bringing right. it all back with a with a vengeance. So how did you fare last okay. week? Okay. So last every Monday we have our production call in the afternoon where we plan out the whole show for Tuesday. And on Monday, wasn't I fine? I just seemed fine, right? We had our right. one hour one hour conversation. Then after that's over, I have another work call every Monday afternoon. But by the end of that call, I completely hit the deck. Like it came over me, hit me really hard and really fast. I tested myself Monday night and it came up negative, but then the night was super rough. So I tested myself again first thing in the morning and that's when I was positive. So I... um. I know that there's this new antiviral drug out called Paxlovid and that Mm -hmm. it's important that you take it as soon as you can. So I got on the phone with my doctor's office. They scheduled a video appointment for me. So she got a chance to take a look at me and talk to me. Anyway, by the end of the day, I had a prescription for Paxlovid. I just decided to boom, get right on that. But then luckily uh, our brother Dick lives here full time in Bend, Oregon, so he could go pick it up for me. And he had originally said, we fill all our prescriptions at Safeway, so have them send it to Safeway. But they have a whole database that, you know, the doctors do of who really has the Paxlovid and who doesn't. Safeway didn't have any any of the Paxlovid, but um, but Walgreens did. So uh, so at 430, I texted Dick and I was like, OK, the orders at Walgreens, you know, go in about an hour. And because relatively small town and he knows what's going on where he's like, no, that Walgreens has no people that work there anymore. They are. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, they close at five o'clock every night now. Do not believe what they say online that they're open till eight o'clock. He's like, I'm just going to go right now and stare at the pharmacist until they fill the prescription. Whoa. So that, that was very effective, right? Good local knowledge, Julie. Made okay, that's right. impressive work, uh, brother. <laughs> yes, thank you. It was very impressive. So he got me that. And Lee, and you said, make sure to get a thermometer because, of course, I, I didn't have one of those. Anyway, so so I started on that the first night. And I would say the next 48 hours were just super bad. It, it yeah. was just really, really bad. Um, bad body aches and pains. It was more like the 
the head exploding phase of the uh, of the virus. Mm. And I noticed somebody in the Facebook group had asked, you know, I've noticed that a lot of people that getting COVID now, they're not losing their sense of taste or smell the way they used to. What's your experience? And I was like, well, it doesn't really matter if I have my sense of taste or smell because my whole head is going to explode. So I having a sense of taste after my head explodes, not really going to get me anywhere. Anyway, so, so I went through like 48 fairly rocky hours. And then I started to feel a little bit better COVID wise. But even more than that, I had what I am just going to classify as a surprising medical miracle. Now, I would say this part of the conversation, this is either a medical miracle or it's medical misinformation. So I'm apologizing in advance. We're going to put a disclaimer on this show. Do not. There should be a disclaimer here. Right. But by by the second day when I realized I was like, I was okay enough to like get up and change my sheets because mom always said that's what you need to do, right? Air out the room and change the sheets and take a shower. Yeah. But normally she would change the sheets for you. But no, you live alone. You got to change your own sheets. Anyway, but I noticed when I got up to do that, for some reason, my knee, which has been killing me for a year and a half, all of a sudden my knee felt better. I was like, huh, <laughs> what is that about? Like I can walk so much more easily than I could 48 hours ago, which I think I even texted you guys like, do you think it's possible that the Paxlovid is curing my knee pain? Or is it just that I've been laying in bed for 48 hours? Right. So oh, yeah. Like, you know, there are a lot of possible medical, legit medical explanations for this. But my theory that I was going with is somehow this drug is helping my knee pain. So then, you know, we do not have a doctor in the family, but we have uh, a medical researcher, Monica, and a brother who is in biotech. Gym. So when you combine those two, it's the same as having a doctor, right? If you get, you can. We just, get pretty close with get, most we, of our diagnosis. We, yeah. get, we get pretty close. Yeah. So I actually texted our brother and I said, "Okay, I know this sounds insane, but is it possible that the Paxlovid I'm taking for COVID is actually curing the knee pain I've had for a year and a half? Because that's what feels like happening." And I got a very quick answer back with a lot of detail, but he said, the short answer to your question is yes, antivirals do relieve neuropathic pain in people over 50 years old, which I am. And he said the classic example is shingles, which is very painful. So your knee pain must be neuropathic. And like, look at that. Wow. Look at that. (laughs) No doctor in the no doctor in the past year and a half has asked me like, well, I, you know, I've been killing myself with the PT, right? Yeah. Yes. And now I know that I don't think any amount of PT was going to do for my knee what this COVID drug just did. <laughs> <laughs> just stay on it. Is that possible? No. You, again, that's bad medical. No, that is, no. Yes. It's a, it's a five day course. My five days ended two days ago now. Uh, I'm waiting for the return of the knee pain. So far, no return. Wow. That's good. I cannot tell you what a relief this is that, you know, so the COVID was the bad news, but the good news is that 
the COVID treatment actually cured what I thought was just an incurable problem. Anyway, so this is, again, highly unreliable medical information I'm sharing here. I just said the big revelation was I had neuropathic pain and good to know. Good to know. That's all I'll say. Anyway, so now I am feeling a lot better. You can tell my voice is still a little weird. I have a little bit of a cough, but I feel great. <laughs> my knee feels fantastic. And uh, so I do feel like I'm at a turning point in a lot of ways, definitely through the worst of the COVID and maybe through the worst of the after effect of the bad knee accident. So there you go. What do you think? Well, I don't, it's amazing, Liz. That's all I can say. <laughs> and I just, I hope it sticks. I hope whatever, whatever it's doing, it just keeps, you keep, it, you've leveled up your knee. How about I've that? Leveled, yeah. leveled up my knee. But, but I think, I think we've all noticed that a lot of people are getting the COVID now. Yes. And again, I have no theories about these new variants. I'm not going to share any information, but in, in the Satellite Series Facebook group, you know, Jude had to cancel a trip. Linda, this was a good one. Linda said, well, the bad news is I got COVID, but the good news is I'm finally getting high speed internet after 22 years of living in my small town. Oh, so, my God. Her. I bet. Yes. That's that's yeah. a big, that's a big day. Yes. Yeah. So she called that a Griswold Christmas miracle jewel. Like that. Is <laughs> okay. so, like it So if you have to wait for spectrum to come install your high-speed internet after 22 years and you've got COVID, is it worth it? Yes. And Anne said her husband had it and he's like a chemist and kind of knowledgeable about this and that he listens to a lot of virology podcasts, sisters. Ooh. And so that's why he had also recommended Paxlovid. So, I mean, I knew there was a podcast for everything under the sun, but I really didn't think there was one for virology. So, um, so good for you, Anne, to have a husband who's listening to virology podcasts. And then Jennifer and Lisa and Peggy and others all warned me that there is this thing now they call the Paxlovid bounce. I think Dr. Fauci even got it where you feel better after the Paxlovid. And then after a couple of days, your symptoms can return. Oh, yeah. So that's that's exactly where I am right now. On the lookout for the bounce. So <laughs> that's what we're looking out for now. We're we're going for the no bounce uh, reaction. But that's where I am. Well, okay. we're we're so glad we were worried, Liz, and we're we so were. glad that you're that you're feeling better, and we hope you don't have a bounce in your future. Uh, other than in your knees that you yeah. can move around. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I know. And for the people who say it's like nothing, um, well, I say, okay, good for you. I'm happy for you that it was like nothing for you. It definitely was not like nothing for me. It was, right. it was a very hard round of a lot of pain and, um, but turning the corner, turning the corner. Okay, good, good. Sisters, here is something that I don't think we have ever talked about on Satellite Sisters, uh, and that is female athletes and menstruation. Okay, there was what here's here's what how it happened. There were news stories out of London this week because that's where they're playing the Wimbledon Tennis uh, Championship, and two players, Monica Puig of Puerto Rico and Alicia Barnett, uh, who's a British player, have both tweeted. 
or made comments about having their periods. Monica tweeted that have, she wrote, having her period affects female athletes, not to mention the mental stress of having to wear all white at Wimbledon and praying not to have your period during those two weeks of the tournament. So at the Wimbledon tennis tournament, they have a dress code where all the players have to wear uh, white outfits. And uh, so you can you can kind of see that. And Alicia Barnett, who's a British player, as I said, she talked about the impact of playing at Wimbledon while having her period and the, imp- the, the stress of the all white uh, uh, dress code. And she opened up about it. And she said, you know, she thinks that this is time for the tradition to change. She said, obviously you're trying to play world-class tennis, but it's really hard when you're PMSing and you feel bloated and tired. Oh. Okay. And I, you know, I think this is really, these are both Slip young jet. players. Yeah. These are both young players. Uh, and, you know, it's not just in tennis, it's in a wide range of sports uh, for female athletes that they have to deal with this. It's, you know, but, uh, but I, I don't think they've ever talked about it openly and it's never really been covered by the press. And I think it's a really, important thing to be covered. And, you know, I've always, have you ever wondered about that? I've always wondered about that when I see all those white tennis outfits, like, gee, what if you were having your period? That could be really, you know, uh, dicey there. What do you, what do you, I have never wondered about that, Julie. Like, I can't, I can't believe I've never wondered about that. But now the moment you've said it, yeah, when you're out there playing, if you have a heavy period, that just must be on your mind the entire time. I know. Right. I know. Pick a sport. I mean, beach yeah. volleyball, you know, right. uh, gymnastics, swimming. I mean, there's uh, so many sports, but, you know, particularly, I mean, I don't know. There's something there's something I mean, because I think most women like if you're wearing white clothing and you're having your period, you're you're thinking about that. Right. Right. Well, you wouldn't yeah. do it. That's it, like <laughs> you're right, Leanne. You'd yeah. you'd wear something else, right? Unless someone forced you to, right? You wouldn't think that's it's like a good time to try those white linen pants on, especially <laughs> with tennis, because like the camera angle is like from behind, like yeah. it could not be more revealing. You know, uh, it, again, it's like beach volleyball. They spend a lot of time the cameras behind them in those tiny, tiny bikinis that they're forced to wear. Um, so yeah, I never really thought about it. Good for these young players for speaking up. I think it's a completely legitimate concern that. But of course, I'm guessing the, you know, many of the men who organized the tournament and make the rules have probably never thought about. Yeah. Well, I mean, Wimbledon did have an official response to uh, these two players and said they tried to make, you know, uh, you know, as much accommodation to the players, uh, which I assume when I read that, I said, oh, well, I mean, they're providing feminine uh, uh, products in the in the locker room, but you still have to wear the white uh, the white tennis outfits. So it's their tradition. But, yeah. you know, you I, know I, I gotta say, Julie, I really, I think all of Gen Z has just decided, well, this is stupid. Why are we, <laughs> why are we so full of shame about our periods? Right. You know, right. you just hear this talked about all the time. A friend of mine has a daughter who's part of something called period, the menstrual movement. And they just, you know, they try to like educate and enlighten on this issue, but also making sure that schools have period products in the bathrooms and all of that. Just openly talking about things that I think, well, we're boomers and Gen Z. It's just not something we would have so easily talked about. So I I love the fact that they're making this public. Uh, I, I do too, Liz. I th- and I think it's time. And I, you know, because 
their competitors. This is a disadvantage right. for them. They want they want to win, and they don't want to be thinking. They don't want to be thinking about having an accident. So I I'm I think this is very legitimate. So I'm glad we're talking about it at Satellite Sisters. Okay. All right. Uh, says the woman who wore a white skirt to laser tag. Yeah, sure. <laughs> In solidarity. Yes. <laughs> but a cute top, Lynn. Don't forget that. Well, I just always think um, because we've always done it that way, it's just a terrible reason for anything, frankly. That's it. Yes, I so agree. I just, I, I just can't. When people say that phrase to me, I just, uh, I, I'm filled with rage. <laughs> so, uh, but that's not unusual these days. All right. Maybe I need to walk it off. You guys, we're going to have six ways to level up your walking. Are you ready? Because walking okay. is such great exercise. Liz, now that you're pain-free, let's, yes. let's level up your walking, but okay. do so okay. under your doctor's orders. All right. Some of these we've talked about ad nauseum before, but I'm going to, I'm going to review it anyway. From the New York Times writer, Emily Pennington says this, um, Try Nordic walking. Julie, you were on the cutting edge of Nordic walking 20, 20 years ago, Leanne, 20 years ago. You mocked me and I, yep. I was on the cutting front. Get those yeah. sticks out, do the rhythmic walking. Yes. Yeah. So they said that's great for you. Here's something uh, now that we're 20 years older than when you started that the number one problem for hikers and runners and walkers is knees and ankles. So using those um, Nordic walking poles can actually take the strain off your lower body. I hadn't really thought about that and can really help you avoid compression issues in those joints, according to experts. So there you go. Another reason to look like an idiot with your Nordic walking poles. Do it, Jewel. Stop. No, people are in them. I, 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 I kid, I kid. All right. Have a little fun. Do you have fun when you walk? You're just out there grinding it out like, oh, the same old walk every day, which is what a lot of people do. We're all guilty of that. Okay. Here's what you're supposed to do. You're just supposed to, um, become more curious, add a little playfulness into your walking list. Walk backwards, wanna... perhaps. Liam? <laughs> well, that's okay. Jules, that's one thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe you go on a little scavenger hunt, Liz, maybe you oh. and spend the summer looking for secret staircases or orange flowers or birds. Okay. Okay. Uh, we don't want you to burn out. We want you to have fun. Julie, maybe you'd like to climb a tree or go for a full moon hike. <laughs> yes. Think, Jill? That's really what I want to do. Climb a tree. Yes. Okay. Bring on the props. Okay. You know, go ahead, put yourself, put a backpack on if you need to no more than 15 pounds, all kinds of things there. Maybe you just load up your fanny pack with rocks. You yes. Can do that. that would add some weight. <laughs> How about this though? Okay. This, this, uh, this walker, Ms. Fog Wilts, she has trained uh, to climb Mount Everest and she's competed in the American Ninja Warrior Finals. She brings exercise bands with her and then she does what she calls the sumo o monster walk. So she'll stop her regular walking, strap the bands around her uh, thighs and just monster walk down the street. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Dad, that's also okay. in my, in my world, that's also known as physical therapy. Yes. Yeah. I've been doing, been doing a lot of that, but in the yeah. privacy of my physical therapy studio with the PT. I like to, I like to see that with the the rocks, the monster walk, and the sticks. I think you should do all three <laughs> together. And, then, and 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 yeah, and then climb the tree after. Okay, 
Julie, this is for you because you're a multitasker, right? Yes, I, know. I am. So, so when next week when we're doing this show, you should just be on your phone walking. Just zoom it in from a walk. That's what they're saying. Like, don't sit down anymore to take phone calls. Just keep walking. Keep your body moving. Your brain will be stimulated and you'll be a lot more creative. And then you'll so fall in it. a hole and break your ankle. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. How about this? We, we love it. Crank up the tunes. We all know that like a good playlist keeps us walking, but also a good audio book or a good podcast like Satellite Sisters. Yes. So check approved. And then this, I think the New York Times just wanted to use this in the headline. And I just wanted to say it on the show. Something else we rarely talk about. Uh, embrace the fart lick. Do you know? <laughs> fart lick is a Swedish word for speed play. It's basically interval training. So yes. they could have said that. But instead, we're calling it fartlek now, people. F-A-R-T-L-E-K. Fartlek. Okay. Just I thought you were going in a totally different direction with this. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Up. I, I knew it. Okay. I knew but it. But Julie, so this... you were thinking about just like free farting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We yes. have lost control of the show now. We've lost control of the show. <laughs> But what it is, is just interval training, but you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to, you know, they want you to stop looking at your watch and counting your steps and counting the minutes, just uh, run a little bit and then walk and then run a little bit more and then walk and then jump up and down and then walk. Like, that's it. That's the fart lick of okay. it all is. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. That's truly inspirational, Ian. I feel like I'm, I'm on the verge of renewing my walking commitments. So having a few new tricks would be good. Congratulations. We are so happy at Satellite Sisters to have BritBox as a sponsor. You know, we love it. It's the streaming home of the best British television with exclusive mysteries, crime dramas, comedies, documentaries, and more. Julie, what's your fave? Vera, I love this show. I'm on season 11. I mean, Brenda Blethyn is such a great actress. And the character Liz Vera, I don't know if you've watched it, but she's essentially Margaret Thatcher in a trench coat, okay? <laughs> she is bossing people around and solving crime. I love her. Okay, well, I want to especially recommend Archie. Archie's a brand new limited series. It's starring Jason Isaacs as Archie Leach. Who is he? He's the man who became Cary Grant. And oh. you know what's so interesting about this is it's sort of about how he became a star in old Hollywood, how he went from being Archie Leach to being Cary Grant. But also because it's him growing up in old Hollywood, there are a lot of people in the in the movie playing Doris Day, Grace Kelly, George Burns. It's little snapshots of what it was like to become a movie star back in the day. So I really enjoyed it and recommend. So sign up for BritBox today to stream Archie and any other fan favorites from any device you have. So we have a special limited time offer. Get 50% off your first month when you sign up for the monthly plan, but only if you go to BritBox.com and use our promo code SISTERS at checkout. Got it? Don't wait. Get 50% off your first month. Use promo code SISTERS at BritBox.com. Liz, it's the time of the show when I talk about my hair. You don't mind, do you? <laughs> it's one of my favorite times because you have very good hair, Leanne. I would say of all the sisters, you are at near the top. You and Monica both have excellent, full, thick hair. The rest of us, we're all along a spectrum. Okay. 
Well, I would like to thank Pros for my hair. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, because I have really been sticking with this Pros regimen for a couple of years now, and I keep adding pieces to it to really enrich my whole Pros experience. I can't tell you, I get a lot of compliments on my hair. I'm very happy with my hair. I don't have too many bad hair days. Uh, and I feel like it's healthy hair, which is really yes. great. I, I'm not overworking it or overusing the products. They all work together, Liz. That's because at Pros, you get you take that personal quiz. You know, yeah. yes. they're going to analyze 85 factors, and so they handpick clean, sustainably sourced ingredients that get me closer to my hair goals with every wash, Liz. Hair goals. I feel I like take- they understand your hair. By the time you get to the bottom of that list. 85 things, they know your hair. That's right. So I'm taking the hair vitamins. I take the hair vitamins. It's made a huge difference. That pros sends me every month. Great. I'll just take the vitamins, the shampoo, the conditioner. Sometimes I need the leave-in conditioner. Sometimes I need the pre-shampoo treatment. I use it all. It makes a huge difference. So pros, thank you so much. They are the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral too. If that's important to you, Fantastic. Pros is a certified B Corp and an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. We love Pros and we'd like you to try it. Get your own custom made-to-order hair care from Pros. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Okay, 50% off the first subscription order plus 15% off and free shipping on every subscription order after that. Here's where you go. Go to pros.com slash sisters. And pros is P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters for your free in-depth hair consultation and 50% off your first subscription order. Thanks, pros. All right, we're the Satellite Sisters. We're back. Next week on the show, um, we're having a sports spectacular. Liz, do you want to explain what that is? What we don't quite know. What is it, Liz? Well, we don't we don't have it totally locked in yet. We're yeah. building up. You know, I'm working on the World Track and Field Championships, which is in Eugene, Oregon, the last two weeks of July. So inspired by all the fantastic athletes that are coming to the United States for the first time ever, particularly all the fantastic women who are in track and field, who do so many amazing things. We're going to cover a wide variety of sports subjects. Now, this is something that was, some of it was supposed to be taped last week with, and then I got sick and then we didn't do it. So we're, we're still working on the exact rundown, but I think you were, our goal is to inspire you uh, to like be active, uh, admire, some of the other fantastic things that women can do out there in the sports world and then discuss. So that's, that's the spectacular, right, Liam? Yes. Sports and recreation. And we're having entertaining sisters recommendations for sports things and, and fun movies and books and things like that and podcasts. So yes, we're narrowing it down, but that's, that's coming up next week. I also want to remind people that I've been putting together Spotify playlists of certain kinds of shows. So there's like of satellite sisters podcast. So if you're a Spotify listener, or even if you're not, you can find them at Spotify. If you just search for Satellite Sisters playlist, Uh, one, I put together a whole travel series. It's like 15 podcasts where we do first person travel accounting. So, you know, trips to Europe, trips to Patagonia, 
the Santa Fe, the New York, the Paris episodes. If you want to listen to that, there's another whole list. That's just like madness and mayhem. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's a good category. We've had a lot of that. We have, I mean, listening back to some of those shows, I'm like, I can't believe we did this material on a nationally syndicated (laughs) radio show. It's just... And for many years. Um, so some of those shows on that playlist go pretty deep. They're pretty old, but they're still funny, even if you don't know who the people are. But it's great to hear some of our former engineers and uh, Sheila and Monica on those. So uh, and I'll be putting together more lists um, for August. But I just want to remind you that's over at Spotify. There's also a lot of music playlists there at Spotify as well. So if you just search Satellite Sisters and then playlists, they're actually under my name, but you can find them if you're a Spotify listener. All right, you guys, I just, before we get to entertaining sisters, I just have one giant piece of fast food news. And I know we don't often do fast food news on satellite sisters. It sounds entertaining. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Liz, do you remember um, when Taco Bell uh, had the huge success with the Doritos taco shells? Do you remember what a phenomenon that was? Yes. All right. Well, this caught my eye because they're trying to replicate that success, but this time the brand they're choosing to um, exalt is Cheez-Its. Now, Ooh, I, I love Cheez-Its. Love I, Cheez-Its. I know. It like packs if, a punch, right? The, yeah. the taste of a Cheez-It. They're yeah. great. If I had to pick like one, you know, junk food to chew for the rest of my life, it would be a Cheez-It. I find them very satisfying, as you said, Julie, and not that good for you. Okay, well, this is what Taco Bell is doing. They've created a massive Cheez-It. 16, 16 times the standard size, Julie, and it's going to serve as the base for the new big Cheez-It tostada. (laughs) So it's like a pizza on a giant Cheez-It kind of thing. Is it square? Is it square? square, It looks like to be square. That would be a brand violation if it wasn't square. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I saw a picture of it. I was like, I want one. Uh, (laughs) Now they're testing it out in the company headquarters, Taco Bell in Irvine, California. Well, you know, that's just up the road from me. Yes. Irvine, Texas. (laughs) Yes. Irvine, Irvine, Texas. Yes. Okay. One, it just says one restaurant in Irvine, California. Oh, so, okay. So uh, uh, maybe it's, yeah, it's just one. I don't know. I'm just reading from the actual news story. So, but you could go to Irvine, Texas and try to order one and see. (laughs) Found on the doors at HQ, Julie. (laughs) Okay. I think the point is the Cheez-It is 16 times the normal size of the Cheez-It. I mean, that's. (laughs) It's mind it's a massive. It's a massive yeah. cheese egg. That's a, that's right. a lot of cheese egg. Wow. Really <laughs> something to sharing. look forward to. Yes, Liam. Well worth it. Yes. All right. On to entertaining sisters. I want to remind you that we do have put together a best beach bag books list and the books are still coming out. Like the, we put the list out in May, but some of the books, their pub dates were in the future. So this week, a great thriller came out. The second husband by Kate White. That's a fun domestic thriller. If you're looking for something that's going to, you know, keep you walking, uh, level up your walking. Also a wonderful memoir by Zibby Owens about grief and loss and the books that got her through that called book ends really like very meaningful, very powerful book. I loved that memoir. And then Liz, you listened to a couple of audiobooks of titles, didn't you? I did during my COVID spell during especially the first two days, I was listening to a lot of audiobooks, just laying with my eyes closed, listening to audiobook sisters. And um, the first one I listened to, 
uh, was called The Botanist Guide to Plants and Poisons by Kate Kavari. Leanne, you had recommended this. Yes. She, she is a scientist, a botanist, and this is early post-war England, so in the 20s. And it's basically romance and murder and poison. Yeah. And, oh, uh, that sounds wonderful. It is good. Yeah. It's really good. It's really, really good. Just very fun. So I enjoyed that a lot, even in my condition. And then on a much even lighter note, very fun. Uh, your recommendation, Nora Goes Off Script by Annabelle uh, Monahan. Mm-hmm. Very light and funny. She's like a, a romance TV movie writer, right, Leanne? Right, like a Hallmark. She write, yeah, they yes. don't call it Hallmark, but that's essentially what the main character does is a Hallmark movie writer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the plots of some of her movies and books, but also her real romantic life. I just really, really enjoyed it. Totally 100% uh, entertaining. Nora goes off script. I recommend both in the audio form. Great. Okay. That whole list is available at our blog. It's also in the show notes. We, I, I'll put it again in pep talk this week, but still a lot of good books all coming out. Just a reminder there. Okay. Well, I have, you know, developed over the years a subspecialty in watching spy movies, international spy series. And so I have two new recommendations for, well, Liz, for you, you know, because I know you have a few more days to hanging around. The first one, it's on AMC and Prime Video. It's Ipcris Files. That's I-P-C-R-E-S-S Files. And this is based on a 1962 novel by Len Dighton. And you know who's in this? Joe Cole. He was in Peaky Blinders. Did you ever watch that series? Uh Yeah. Okay. So, so it's Joe Cole plays an ex-smuggler who was recruited uh, by the British government at the height of the Cold War, and he gets involved in it. Um, it, So it stars Joe Cole and Lucy Boynton as Jean Courtney, and she's She's a British spy as well. But what I love about this series, it's just highly stylized of the early 60s. The clothes, the set design, even the way that they um, film the scenes. It's just, it's it's very sort of vintage early 1960s. So I, I, I found it very enjoyable from that point of view, w- watching this story as it untailed, you know, the Cold War with the Russians and the bomb and all of that. So I would recommend it. It's called Ipcris Files. Um, Liz, did you ever see the original one? No, no, but I remember it. That name is super familiar to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right, so I'll this is, I would say, high style on uh, Ipcris Files. Uh, it's a very sort of stylish production. Now, my second is Condor, which is on HBO Max. And this is a brilliant idealist CIA agent that finds himself in the middle of a conspiracy. And it stars Max Irons, uh, who's pretty cute as Joe Turner. So he's good. (laughs) Uh, But this is more like a TV show. But then surprisingly, William Hurt and uh, Mira Sorvino are in this as well. So you have like Academy of Court. This may have been one of William Hurt's last things that he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's in it as well as sort of a senior CIA agent who, you know, is mentoring the young, brilliant idealist, um, uh, Joe Turner. So I like it. It's got a good plot. It's moving along, but it's more, uh, it's more on the entertaining TV show kind of thing. It's two series 
uh, two, yeah, two different uh, series uh, for, for seasons. Seasons is okay. what I'm Okay. Two series. Okay. This one has two seasons. Uh, it's it's well worth a watch, you know, and it's um, uh, so I think it's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> That's it. It's not, I mean, I mean, I'm, I just have to be honest on Satellite Sisters. I don't want to scare you incorrectly, you know. But you're recommending like, it. You're not. Yes, you're I'm recommending it. it. If you like, if you like spy uh, series, you will like Condor. Okay. It's uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. It's watchable. Off. It's watchable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I also have a recommendation from HBO Max. And it's the new TV series called Irma Vep. And it's kind of weird and it's kind of charming. It's a series set in Paris. I'm four episodes in. And the story here is that the main character, Mira, who is played by Alicia Vikander, she's an American movie star who's like disillusioned with the way her career is working on. She wants to make something important. And so she comes to France to star as Irma Vep in the remake of a French silent, silent film classic. And Irma Vep itself is just a scramble of the word vampire. So it's an old kind of vampire movie. And sometimes it's a little hard to understand. Uh, I will give it that. The because it's a it's a it's a, <laughs> this a, another great recommendation. Ooh, There's a lot no, of no, I'm really enjoying it. But this is like a film within a film within a film. Because okay. sometimes you're seeing them making the current series. And so it's the crazy director and her like crack addicted co-star. But other times it's shifting back and forth from the original film to the making of the remake. And if you like movies that are about making movies, this is really good because it has lots of details about costumes and sets and things. And it sort of has a touch of call my agent because there's a lot of bad behavior by everyone involved. And her agent is um, played by Carrie Brownstein. So occasionally oh. she, she drops in from Hollywood uh, to tell her that she should be making more, you know, um, you know, big movies, not these weird little French things. So all of it really interesting. I'm really enjoying it. And I realized Alicia Vikander, I mean, it's a name that I know. I thought, well, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure I've seen her in something because she's famous enough. No, I've never seen her in anything. I've never, no, I didn't see The Danish Girl. I didn't see Tomb Raider or The Green Knight or uh, anyway. So, and she is really sort of charming and fascinating to follow in this movie so i highly recommend it if you're in the mood for something that is very french and very offbeat i mean it, much of it is in english but you know it's french and english and it's called irma vep on hbo max Okay, there you go. Good entertaining sisters. Very rich and detailed today. Uh, that's our show for this week. We'd like to thank our engineer, Sergio Enriquez. Hi, Sergio. Nice to see you. <laughs> we don't see Sergio anymore. We miss him. He doesn't even turn the camera on, on his on his Zoom connection. That's okay, Sergio. We get it. We understand. It's early. It's early on the West Coast. Uh, Emily Loudermilk is our graphic designer. Thanks, Emily, for all the great work that you do. Uh, next week, again, is our Sports Spectacular, so tune in. You can always follow us on um, 
on Instagram. We're at Sat Sisters. Uh, and then we have a full and functioning website, SatelliteSisters.com. A lot of stuff there. A lot yeah, of stuff indeed. there. Yeah, a lot of stuff there, uh, including a lot of, uh, yeah, including that blueberry muffin recipe that I think I reposted about 26 times this weekend for people. Happy to do that. Um, all right. On our to-do list, you guys, I revelation last week. I was at my friend Louise's house and I went to pit some cherries. I was making like a cherry salsa type of thing. Mm -hmm. And we have a cherry pitter at our house, which I realized was Barrick's grandmother's. Now she's Uh been gone 25 years. And I bet that cherry pitter was, you know, 25 years old when we inherited it. I essentially have a 50 year old cherry pitter. I didn't realize how bad it was till I used a new fangled cherry pitter. Okay. Oh, so wow. I got to get myself a new cherry pitter is what I'm saying. Like, okay. what have I been doing? I mean, I almost injure myself every time I pit <laughs> cherries. I just didn't realize that cherry pitting technology had moved forward with such oh. great leaps <laughs> until I used my friend Louise's cherry pitter. Uh, first of all, I'm sure that old cherry pitter is toxic. I don't know what I'm doing with that cherry pitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would give it to your husband. Maybe he can do something with it. Yeah. I'm going to put it in the e-recycle. No. So there you go. Cherry pitter on my to-do list this week. Liz, how about you? Okay. Well, one of the things I meant to do before I left California to drive to Oregon is, uh, is get Hooper groomed. And I failed to do that. So then I got here and I started looking for, okay, I can, you know, the mobile groomer can come by or I can drop them off at one of the places. Well, no people, this is another supply chain that has completely broken down. There's a labor shortage. A lot of these places now, they will wash your dog and do that normal, but nobody's cutting hair anymore here in a, in central Oregon. I could not find a place where I could actually get a haircut for my dog. But I had a breakthrough last week. I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in Sisters, Oregon, which is not too far from Bend. And she she takes her dog to a place where the moment I heard the name, I was like, oh, my God, we have got to go here. So I called and successfully got an appointment at Groomingdale's. <laughs> okay great name you know all dog grooming places have silly punny names yeah. but this one grooming dales come on okay, okay. so so we, we've got that on the to-do, to-do list well, finally oh that's so funny okay good. all right well on my to-do the list this week uh the home gym is going. That's that's what that's my big decision. You know, during COVID, uh, my husband couldn't go to the gym, so he sort of turned one of our bedrooms into the home gym. Okay, well, I want my bedroom back. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> the kettlebells—they're leaving the building. Okay, I've made up my mind. It's all going. All right. He's all vaccinated. Just, you know, the, they have the doors open at the gym. He'll be fine. I'm sending him back. Okay. I guess that's a sign that it's really over. The whole yeah, thing. that's my, that's my sign. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. I want my bed. Remember back. how hard you worked to get those kettle, kettlebells yes, during he, he the was, lockdown. He was yeah. hoarding kettlebells early yeah. on in 2020. Okay. So we have quite the collection in that room. Okay. Mm. They're going. Well, it sounds like we're all going to be very busy this week. So, uh, uh, Liz, Julie, have a good week. You too, too, Leanne. And don't forget, call your satellite sisters.